circumstances or something that seems to be on everyone's mind right now. Whether it's our Russian listeners and their currency devaluation and lack of job security or Americans listening and thinking about what they're going to have to pay at the pump just to do their regular work. The format of the podcast today uh, will be a little bit more of a question-answer format. And honestly, I'd love to get some feedback from our listeners, from you guys. Uh, What questions would you like me to answer uh, and address in future podcasts? Please, please send those to me. Um, If not on social media, um, just at my email, uh, Jody, J-O-D-I-E, at heartwaycare.org. Or you can just go to heartwaycare.org and there's ways to contact uh, me there. So here's the first question we're going to address. With the current state of things and how expensive things are, what should I do? Honestly, uh, personally, my wife and I, we're having to tweak our budget each month and, and tweak our lifestyle even a little right now. Uh, I know that in the Houston area here in Texas, gas prices have changed from <clears throat> $2.90 per gallon to almost $4 a gallon in the last two months. In the past year, groceries have gone up um, almost 10%. You may not think that's a big deal, but if If you had a $750 monthly budget for groceries last year, uh, you would probably need to bump that up to around $825 for the same groceries. So it it can be significant when you look at it as a big picture like that. But the main thing is with increasing prices, increasing inflation, uh, instability in the world and the situation in the world, uh, don't worry. Uh, Worry shows a lack of faith in God and in his promises. One of my favorite uh, passages of scripture um, that that's in the New Testament that I've, it was actually the first passage of scripture that I memorized is Matthew chapter six, uh, verses 25 through 34. I'm not gonna read all those Bible verses, but I will point out the last two verses, verses 33 and 34. It says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So here uh, we see the promise from God. If we seek him first, if we put him first in every part of our life, that he's going to take care of of us. He's going to provide these things, the needs that were mentioned in the previous verses, the needs that we have. So uh, ministers out there, if you're following God's call, if God has called you into ministry and to the country you're in or the city you're in or the church you're in and you're following him and you're being faithful in that, he's going to provide for you. Russians out there listening, if you're following God, if you're walking with God and living your life with God, he promises to take care of you if you put them first and provide for your needs. And I know that can sound a little crazy, but that's God's promise. And I've seen it true in my life, uh, even when it seems like there's no way uh, he provides. 
And so I, I trust, uh, I, I just want to encourage you to trust God and faith and walk by faith with Him uh, through whatever is going on, through whatever crisis. Uh, next question, given the increase of expenses, how much fluid money should I have available? You know, Dave Ramsey says three to six months of salary after tax plus anything else you are currently, and I think plus anything else you're currently saving for. Uh, have that three to six months um, uh, after tax salary uh, available as sort of an emergency fund more than uh, a fund for upcoming expenses that you're maybe saving for or planning for, like a car or house improvements and maintenance, vacations, etc. Some of those things can cost uh, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And so um, maybe maybe three months of salary isn't going to be enough to, to pay for those things and have an emergency fund on hand. So um, that's my recommendation on fluid money and you know, that should be in like a checking account or a savings account, something that's easily accessible. Um, you know, that might, that, that amount, uh, dollar amount would obviously change a lot per, per individual, but that's, that's what you should shoot for, I think. Um, we are going to get some into investing specifically into retirement later in this podcast, but, uh, it's not it's not a great idea just to have a lot of extra funds sitting in a savings or or a checking not really pulling any interest right because as we've seen and we've experienced inflation is is over three um, percent each year so um, none of us uh, I would think most none of us are getting three percent interest in our checking or savings account if you are getting that hit, hit me up uh, I want to know about it, but uh, I think for the for the most of us, uh, that's not a reality. That's not a possibility. And so, for longer term savings, for uh, maybe if we are parents and we have children that are at home and we're trying to save something for them to start out adulthood or go to college with, or whether uh, we're just putting back money for for retirement, things like that, um, you you need to uh, have those funds in something a little less fluid with a much higher interest rate otherwise you're actually not saving money you're you're losing you're losing that money uh, because its value is decreasing faster um, than that value is growing in interest and so um, just be aware of that don't have you know a hundred thousand dollars if that's not in what we've already discussed if that's in excess for you don't just have that sitting in a savings that that money can be better uh, placed in in, in other funds Uh, mutual funds and things like that Um, so next question what if I'm living paycheck to paycheck or worse spending more than I'm taking in first off cut expenses um, that's what I've always done. That's that's my recommendation to you. Uh, restaurants, super expensive, right? Entertainment, like streaming services, uh, a new car or a second vehicle. Um, you can cut that. Uh, I, I remember uh, when I was in my 
final year uh, of seminary or sometime during my seminary time, uh, I sold my uh, my new Mustang, my new Ford Mustang. And uh, my wife and I, we just became a one vehicle family with our kid, with our, with, with our daughter. And uh, we, we just managed and, and planned uh, to live off one vehicle because uh, keeping up two vehicles and it was was not uh, something we could do in our current stage of life at that time, and um, and also uh, we needed the funds at that time that the other selling the Mustang could provide for us to be able to continue following God and putting Him first in our lives. And guess what? God took care of us, and He provided, and He blessed. Um, we didn't end up homeless or anything like that. We didn't, I mean, God God has taken care of us. Uh, along the way and he'll take care of you too if you put them first uh, so yeah first off cut expenses second start paying off some of those debts um, especially credit cards personal loans and, and, and Dave Ramsey always talks about paying off the smallest first is like a psychological thing you know paying off the smallest credit card first and that kind of uh, builds your confidence that hey you can do this so that's that's a good route to take if you want to take that way um, and so the main thing is just you know start paying off that debt don't just let it keep building and building and building which if you're not paying it off it that's what's happening um, thirdly look for additional income uh, ask for a raise if you haven't had one in a while um, sell items in your home look for sporadic opportunities to earn some extra cash um, I know that uh, if you're a minister of a church and you're a pastor of a church this can be tricky um, but my policy is uh, just be honest just be truthful um, be truthful about your financial situation with your church be truthful and honest about your needs um, you know I think this is this is a good uh, thing to do. Uh, if you haven't gone into a church yet and you're considering, you know, a new uh, position as a pastor somewhere, be very, very upfront and honest and open and truthful about your needs for for you and your family financially. Um, don't get in a situation where you're going to be way underfunded, uh, but not have time to do a part-time job or not ha have that possibility. And so. Uh, just be aware of that and for missionaries um, a lot of you listening are, uh, probably are in a situation like myself where you kind of raise your own funds and um, that is I mean if you if you need more funds you trust God and you uh, try to raise those more funds and if it's and if it's in his will he'll provide um, and so that's my advice to you uh, debt versus saving first why does it matter i mean i'm still paying off my obligations if i'm paying off debt right i'm not claiming bankruptcy or anything well you know first first off do what you want uh, but if you're honestly looking and interested in change uh, the, the truth is you're a, a slave to the lender if you're in debt that's that's biblical and you, and you can feel that and uh, to a degree they own you um, that can hold you back. It can keep you from following God into the mission field. It, uh, and, and sometimes you can't experience the freedom fully that you have in Christ, um, like in being held back from the mission field or taking that journey 
deeper into full-time ministry. Uh, your financial situation it can hold you back uh, when I quit my accounting job to follow God and went to prepare at seminary I was told by other employees who were twice my age that they would never uh, they could never uh, be so brave as to do what I was doing leaving my job I found out that health insurance was keeping people tied to their current jobs and keeping them from ever doing anything uh, like following God as a missionary if he called them because they didn't have the faith that God would provide if they left that job that took care of their health insurance and, and so that's that's not a very big faith um, it takes small steps of faith and, and sometimes we need to take giant leaps of faith but God will provide uh, if we put him first and we're following his will um, also in terms of debt versus saving first um Secondly, if you have, if, if life happens and big expenses come up, which, um, which they will, then you're in a much worse off position than if you have no debt. Uh, think about it. Your chance for bankruptcy, losing your house, uh, etc. goes, it, it dramatically decreases uh, when you don't live in debt. It is a much more peaceful form of life to not live in debt. I, I drive my tiny Ford Fiesta in peace, uh, just complete peace, um, because I because I, I I trust that I can. It's in my budget. I can afford it. About cars, on that topic, if you're making significant monthly payments on a new car and struggling financially, sell your car and buy a used car for cash if possible. It may not be the car you want, but does it really matter what you drive? Would you prefer to have to make another $500 a month or more to drive the car you want or live off your current income? It's up to you. Either is wrong as long as you're striving to follow God and walking with Him. Um, but, but my encouragement to you is the, the scriptural way is to save first and then buy instead of going into debt. And that, that's a testament to um, to our ministry, to our faith, uh, because when we, we get into situations of debt uh, and we say we're a Christian and we're following Christ, to the lost world, they see us and they think, oh, look, this person uh, can't, even, can't even survive, can't even do these things, and they say God will take care of them. Um, so it, it's not a good way to live. Um, it's much better to save first. Uh, rather than constantly living out of debt, I understand things happen, uh, but if you if you if you have the choice, uh, it's better to save first for something rather than to go into debt for it. Um, another thing, uh, tax season, tax income tax season is is upon us over here in America. If you're like me and you're a parent and with children in the house then the child tax credit advance is making you pay some more this year in taxes than usual. This also means I'm going to have to be uh, paying more on quarterly estimated tax payments this year than last year. This is also affecting my budgeting. I'm budgeting monthly um, a third of these quarterly payments to make sure I have the funds when it's time to make the payment. This means uh, that I need uh, more salary or to reduce my current budget. Uh, personally, for me as a missionary on designated funds, it means uh, a little bit of both, which means I'm going to have to go out and do some 
deputation. Uh, I get to do that, and I want to make sure that uh, we want to make sure we have reasonable salaries to be able to save something and plan something for retirement. And your churches are reasonable and should understand this. Uh, as far as retirement planning goes, budgeting, or getting out of debt, as a Ramsey Solutions Master Financial Coach, I can I can coach you to something that works well for you in your situation. If you're wanting to set up a Roth IRA for retirement or a AGMA for your kids, I can recommend a financial advisor for you that could set that up for you. Uh, I can also coach you through picking something that works best for you in your situation. We could go a lot deeper into different financial matters specifically, but something to keep in mind is that financial issues can be a sign of a deeper heart problem. For instance, if you struggle with pride, you could think you deserve to buy very expensive things that you may not have the funds for. If you struggle with a lack of trust of your spouse, you could want to overly control the finances in your household. Financial coaching, like what I do, can help with these things too. Uh, It's all about getting to the heart and guiding you to that in yourself through questions. We could dive into these issues or lots of other issues that Heartway seeks to help in, but please send feedback, any feedback and questions that we might be able to address in future podcasts to Jody at heartwaycare.org. Until next time, this has been the Heartway Podcast, where we seek to help with problems at the source.